Welcome to Touching Hearts and Changing Lives, hosted by Reverend Otley Holmes, Senior Pastor of Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church in Mesa, Arizona, where our vision is touching hearts and changing lives by the power of His Word, Luke 4, 18 and 19. Our mission is to go ye therefore and teach all nations, Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Now, please join us in a study of the Word of God. Welcome once again to Touching Hearts and Changing Lives. This is Pastor Holmes, your host. And once again, it is my privilege and my pleasure to be back amongst my listening audience as your Bible instructor for this time that we have together. And it's just a grand and a glorious time. I look forward to the time that I come into the studio that I'm able to present to you the Word of God. And we have been going through the Book of Acts, and I get excited every time I open the Book of Acts because it is my yardstick, my barometer. It is what I use to gauge how my church that the Lord has allowed me to shepherd how we are doing versus what the will of God is for his church. Amen. And every now and then we do have to make course corrections. Every now and then we do have to check our hearts. Every now and then we need to check our direction to see if we are moving in the way that the Lord would have us to move and are becoming the kind of church that he would have us to become. But as always, let us begin by opening with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you so much for allowing us to come into your presence for the study of your word. We pray now, O oh Lord, that your word would just go forth and just invigorate our hearts, Father, change our lives, transform us into the image of your son, Jesus Christ. Bless those who are sick and shut in. Bless those who are infirmed in body, Father. Lift them high. Heal them with your, your healing touch, Father. But most of all, we love and praise you. We thank you for the glorious gift of your son, Jesus Christ, and him crucified. We ask this all in Jesus' name and for his name's sake. Amen. Well, we're in the book of Acts in chapter 17, and we're going to pick it up about the 11th verse. Now, Paul and Silas had been preaching in Thessalonica, and there arose a group that did not want to receive the message and, and turn the city against them. And the brothers in the Lord had to, they had to gather Paul and Silas up and hide them out and let them escape from the city by night so they could continue on preaching the word of God. Now, as we pick it up in verse 11, we're going to see how the story continues. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. So it is in verse 10, it says that the brethren immediately sent Paul and Silas by night unto Berea, who coming thither went into the synagogue of the Jews. So now Paul and Silas moved from Thessalonica into Berea. And we see that now there is a different sort of people in the city of Berea. The Bible says that these in Berea received the word with the readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. And I always just admire when I read about the Berean folks because if you would just, and not, not to be judgmental, but if you would just pay attention sometimes when you're out visiting other churches and, and even, even look around your own church to see how many people come to church with a Bible in their hand, and when the preacher begins to preach, they actually open a Bible and look at the text for themselves. We have gotten into a day and age that everybody wants something spoon-fed, handed to them, and they do not want to study for themselves to show themselves approved. So what happens is somebody stands behind a pulpit, somebody opens the Word of God and begins to uh, uh, purport philosophy and psychology and everything other than the Word of God and the Word of God adulterated, and nobody questions what's come forth. They just say amen to everything and anything. But here in the city of Berea, these people 
were open-minded, the, the readiness of mind, that is, they were ready to study the Scriptures, and then they searched the Scriptures daily, whether those things were so. Now listen to verse 12. Therefore many of them believed also of the honorable women, which were Greeks, and of men not a few. So we find that when Paul was preaching to them, they opened the scriptures to find out if what Paul was saying was true. And when they understood what Paul was saying was true and it was the word of God, then they received the word of God. Because Jesus said it best, ye shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. These people were honest and thinking and searching people. They investigated, they studied, they seek to verify the message of truth. The brilliant sought with all readiness of mind, a willing desire, eagerness, a hunger, a thirst to know the truth. And my brothers and sisters in Christ, I wish sometimes that many of our church members would have that same mindset that there would be a willingness to desire, uh, a willing desire, an eagerness, a hunger, and a thirst for the truth. That when we open the church doors for Bible study, whatever teaching ministries we have, that the church would be just inundated with hungry souls coming in wanting to learn the truth of God. But if the truth be known, when we look around on Sunday morning for Sunday school, it is always a smaller percentage than the membership of the church. When we look on whatever night you might host your Bible study, we look once again. It is a smaller percentage of the people than the number of the members of the church. We need to go back and understand that we need to have a hungry heart for the things of God. God is not here to serve us, but we are here to serve God. Amen? Amen. Let's move on to verse 13. But when the Jews of Thessalonica had knowledge that the word of God was preached of Paul at Berea, they came thither also and stirred up the people. Well, you know, when you have those naysayers, Sometimes they're just never satisfied when you first meet them. Here it is now. Those folks that were in Thessalonica that did not want to receive the message that Paul had preached about Jesus the Christ now got wind that he was down in Berea preaching the same message, and they decided it was their duty to go down there and disrupt what Paul was trying to do. Amen? And in verse 14, it says, And then immediately the brethren sent Paul away to go as it was to the sea, but Silas and Timothy abode there still. So even though that these people were, were sent down there to try and dissuade Paul from the preaching of the gospel, the word of God tells us that uh, Timothy and Silas stayed there still preaching and teaching the word of God. And Paul moved on by sea. Believers must always stand together. We must help to protect each other. We must minister to one another. Whenever we face opposition, ridicule, embarrassment, although those things may be tough, we must be bound together by the word of God for the furtherance of his kingdom. We have forgotten for the most part that God's message is to build the kingdom of heaven. And you and I are going to face opposition. You and I are going to have those who come against us simply because they are fueled by the enemy. Just like the time when, when, when Peter told Jesus he would not allow him to go to the cross, Jesus turned around and when he gave a rebuke, he didn't rebuke uh, Peter per se, but he said, get thee behind me, Satan. So we must always understand that our, our war is not against flesh and blood. So we must understand that even though the, the physical comes out with the use of people, it's what's behind them. And so we know that many times there will be great opposition for doing the will of the Lord.
Let me pick this up again. Verse 15. And they that conducted Paul brought him to Athens and receiving a commandment unto Silas and Timothy for to come to him with all speed, they departed. Now, while Paul waited for them at Athens, his spirit was stirred in him when he saw the city was wholly given to idolatry. Therefore disputed he in the synagogue with the Jews and with the devout persons and in the market daily with them that met with him. Now, Paul is in Athens, and Athens was the great intellectual and cultural center of the world. The city had been wholly given to idolatry. The Greek says, full of idols. The ancient writers uh, estimate that the city had thousands and thousands of idols, one or more for every person in the city. The idols sat everywhere, lining the streets, lining the buildings, all in people's houses. And seeing such a sight, the Bible says that it stirred Paul's spirit. The word means to arouse, agitate, or irritate. Paul arose over the abuse of God's glory, over the spiritual blindness of men's minds, and against the devil enslavement of their lives. Paul could wait no longer. He had been waiting for Silas and Timothy to come, but after seeing the idolatry that was all around the city of Athens. He could wait no longer. He had a, a, a zealous heart for the Lord. He was full of fervor and passion, and he knew that the stakes were high because he had been preaching already and was not accepted. But Paul, because of his heart for the Lord Jesus Christ, for the mission of his message, he could not stand by and allow these things to continue. He could not wait for his help to come, Paul now decided it was time to speak out. Now, there are some, some audiences, if you will. The first group was religionists. They, they were pictured as the Jews. They were the regular attendants of worship services. They were familiar with the things of God. They were familiar with scriptures and his teaching. They were the ones usually trying to live moral and just lives. And then the Bible says the second audience that Paul was preaching to was God-fearing men and women. The word devout means those who worship God or the God-fearing men and women who are not the Jews. And then there was another group in this audience. The audience of the gospel uh, was being preached to the average person uh, or the, the citizen of the community. And then there was the Epicureans. I knew I was going to mess that word up. Epicureans was a fourth audience, and they were pleasure seekers. Now, this philosophy was nothing new. In fact, the principles were spelled out in Greek uh, philosopher Epicurus, which lived between B.C. Uh, 342 and 270, according to the Preacher's Sermon and Outline Bible. There are some basic beliefs here of the Epicureans. The world happened by chance, by accident, and if there are gods, they were remote and disinterested in the affairs of men, and men were left on his own to discover the truth and the pleasure of life, there is nothing after death. There's no heaven, no hell, no reward or punishment. Well, my brothers and sisters in Christ, I need to hold that up right about here because the clock on the wall says I'm running out of time for this week's lesson. But I would just ask that you would just keep keep me lifted in prayer as I pray for you. Continually uh, listening to this broadcast and tell someone to join you. I'd love to hear from you. The office number of the church is 480-844-2687. Join us on the web at www.smbcmesa.org. 
or come out on Wednesday night. Midweek Bible study starts at 7 p.m. You can come for Sunday school on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. And our worship service is at 11 a.m. Or you can uh, find this, this rebroadcast on touchingheartsandchanginglives.podbean.com. So I would just encourage you to, to, to keep encouraging me as we grow together in the grace of God. May the Lord bless you and keep you is my prayer. See you again next week. Take care and God bless you. Touching Hearts and Changing Lives radio program is an outreach ministry of Shiloh Missionary Church and is hosted by Reverend Otley W. Holmes, Jr., Senior Pastor. Please join us every Saturday evening at 7 p.m. on KXXT 1010. We're located at 56 South Robson Mesa, Arizona, 85210. It's right on the corner of Robson and First Avenue in downtown Mesa. Service times are Wednesday evening prayer meeting, 5.30 to 7 p.m. and Bible study, 7 p.m. PM to 8:30 p.m. Sunday morning, Sunday school 9 a.m. Worship service is at 11 a.m. For more information, call 480-844-2687 or email sbchurch1011 at quest.net. Be sure to log on to the website www.smbcmesa.org. This program has been sponsored by the membership of Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church.